At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into the Pro Football Blitz. I am Brady Cannon along with James Salinas, and we are talking Pro Football, our new show to kick off the NFL 2021 season. I am in incredible downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. My partner, James, is in colorful Colorado as we dive into the NFL Week 1 card. Over the course of the next three hours, we'll go over contest strategy. We'll talk prop bets, injuries, line moves. We'll talk with the pros about where the tickets are, where the money is. We'll get into injuries. Jeff Benson and Derek Stevens will be by to go over the consensus picks for the Circa Million and Survivor Contest. James, you and I both are really pumped for this show. We've been working on prepping for this show for a couple weeks now, and here we are. We get to talk NFL football. I know you're fired up, my friend. Absolutely. We've got kickoff uh, just right around the corner for Sunday. I know we had Thursday night football with Tampa and Dallas. Tremendous game there, but really it's Sunday. So it's like it, it feels like being a kid and you're waiting and waiting the anticipation of Christmas morning coming around. Well, that's what week one of the NFL season feels like for me. You mentioned not only with being able to get after it and start finding good plenty of opportunities to bet on, but also a lot of the contests. You're right there at the Circa. I was, I'm in the Circa Millions. I'm in the Circa Survivor and as well as some other contests out there so we've got three hours to narrow our focus stay in our lane when it comes to NFL which is right up which is right up my alley there Brady all right well let's dive right into it and maybe the marquee matchup of the weekend is a rematch of the divisional round playoff game from last year at Arrowhead Stadium it'll be in Kansas City once again this year that's a 125 Pacific 425 p.m. Eastern kick for the Chiefs hosting the Cleveland Browns. We saw this game open up over the summer around six and a half, maybe six in some spots, and it's ticked down towards the Cleveland side. The consensus number is now five and a half, but there are fives in the market in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs, the AFC champion. What's your initial take on this one, James? I'm thinking about, because we saw this game last year. Now, yes, both of these teams, they've had a lot of transition in the offseason. Thinking about Kansas City, last time we saw them, just hurried and harassed was was Patrick Mahomes with that makeshift offensive line in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and really that front four for the Buccaneers just getting after it. And now we've seen with the offensive line, a lot of moving parts there for, for Kansas City, but it's still a work in progress. And that's where a lot of times early in 
the season, Brady, when I start looking at week one, week two, really the first quarter of the season for the NFL, I want to find teams that didn't have a whole lot of turnover to their roster and or coaching staff. So coaching staff for both of these teams, very intact. But as far as the offensive line is concerned, I still have some question marks about where Kansas City currently sits for this game. Not on the other side for me with the Cleveland Browns, though. I think Cleveland has one of the best, if not the best, arguably, offensive line in football. Not only from the pass protection standpoint, but their run blocking. These are road graders out there. Like They like to get out there and they get nasty and get physical and push guys around. I think that's what we saw last year. We saw a new identity for the Cleveland Browns last year, Brady. This is going to be a physical football team. That's exactly what they were and a great job by Kevin Stepanski last year. Really just had a lot of things in the offseason that had to be cleaned up. A lot of dysfunction going on in that clubhouse and in that locker room for Cleveland. Great job by Stefanski to come in and right the ship there. Identity is clear who they are. They want to be physical at the point of attack here. And I think that really sets up well for playing a team like Kansas City. Best defense sometimes against Patrick Mahomes is your offense. Ball control, keep keep Kansas City on offense on the sideline, and I think that's what we're going to see here. So sitting there at six, five and a half, like you said, ticking down, my lean here is with the Cleveland Browns taking those points if you can get a six, even a six and a half. Yeah, and you never know what it's going to do before the close. Uh, the line could still go the other way. I don't know if we'll see it get to four and a half. Uh, certainly that would be kind of a key area of a number. Five used to be such a dead number, not as much anymore with the two-point conversion and a lot of missed extra points and whatnot. But I still think you may see some movement in this line. You talk about the best offense or the best defense of Mahomes is possessing the ball on offense, and Cleveland certainly has the ability to do that with that offensive line that you mentioned, and maybe the best running game in football as well with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Now, the one thing about the Cleveland Browns, some people do expect some regression for this team because they improved by five wins from 2019 to 2020. They increased their win total by five games. Now, typically, that equates to that team falling off a little bit in the coming season, which would be this year. But you mentioned Stefanski. I think he's such an upgraded coach for this team, this Cleveland Browns club, James, and also the talent that is on this team and that they've added in the offseason and the draft. I think you could argue that this is the most talented roster in all of football. So they may be able to stave off some of that regression that could be set up by that five wins that they did over 2019 in 2020. I think as far as the, the overall roster, absolutely. You mentioned what they did on defense, went in the draft, some high draft choices at the corner and the linebacker position that needed to get shored up. They also brought in six free agents to this defense. So it's going to be a makeover team from the defensive perspective. But I like what they've done in the offseason and some of the players that they brought in, especially in the secondary, thinking about Joe, John Johnson and Troy Hill coming over from Los Angeles. And also, I know there's talk about the, the front. Can they get some help? for Miles Garrett. Well, they did. They're going to have on that defensive line now, they brought over Malik Jackson. Now, Malik Jackson, he's got a Super Bowl ring. He was part of that that front four for the Denver Broncos six years ago when they won the Super Bowl in 2015. So he's going to bring that championship experience along with him. And really, he's he is going to command some respect on the offensive line from the opposing offensive lines right next to him. So I like the fact that bringing in Malik Jackson paired up with Miles Garrett on that right side of the – on that right side of that defensive line, we'll see what Clowney can bring. I think with Clowney coming over, I know that was a lot of talk about Clowney being the big free agent prize for them, but he's got to be healthy, and now he's don't know if he's going to be available due to COVID, but I think more so for me, the secondary moves that they made, along with Malik Jackson next to Miles Garrett, to free up Miles Garrett, not so many double teams for him. I think this is going to be a, tr- a tremendous moves in the offseason for Cleveland Browns. I like them to be one of the contenders in the AFC this year. You could also argue that there could be some regression for the Kansas City Chiefs trying to go to the Super Bowl for a third straight year. There's always that hangover for the Super Bowl loser. The Chiefs were 8-0 in close games last year, fortunate to probably win maybe three or four more games than they really should have, according to, you know, like Pythagorean theory. If you look at games that they weren't supposed to win, that they actually did win, it could go the other way this year for the Kansas City Chiefs. Their turnover differential for Kansas City, plus eight, plus nine, and plus six, three years in a row. That is likely to go the other direction at some point as well. Will it be 
this year. James, I'm betting it will be this year. I did not play their season win total under, but I did play the Cleveland Browns when it was six and a half, and I actually bought it to seven. I don't mind buying a half point if you're getting it to a key number, and we'll talk about some of our best bets later in the program. Let's get to another marquee matchup, and that is the Buffalo Bills hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, James. And we've seen some line movement in this one as well. Over the summer, this opened up as the Buffalo Bills at home as six-and-a-half-point favorites, and there are some five-and-a-halves out there in the market now. Six-and-a-half is pretty much settled in as still your consensus number, but I have seen this game bouncing around. Your total has come down quite a bit. I know, again, way back in the summer, you could have gotten this total at 50 50 and a half, 51 or so, now currently trading at about 48 and a half. I think now we talked about transition with rosters in certain certain units. That's definitely what we're going to see out of the Pittsburgh Steelers and a completely revamped offensive line here. A lot of veteran leadership gone and experience gone from that offensive line. They're going to most likely be starting two rookies, one at left tackle and one at center tomorrow, going on the road. And, Brady, I think that's something we have to be mindful of, too. Thinking about last year, what can we take away from the year that was 2020 when dealing with, with trying to handicap these games in the age of a pandemic? Well, we're gonna. We know that stadiums are gonna be back at capacity, and I think bringing the noise back, that's gonna be an advantage again. Home field advantage will matter again this year, especially from the opponents coming in on the offense and really being able to have some cohesion. You're not gonna hear. You're not gonna be able to. What is communication gonna look like? And now you've got a young offensive line, a revamped offensive line there for Pittsburgh, and a Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. We saw as the season progressed last year, just didn't. Have have the velocity to get the ball down. Just didn't have the arm strength anymore. He just couldn't get it downfield with any type of velocity, any kind of consistently consistency. And really, they had no running game last year, so they got Najee Harris, drafted him high first round to be the to really try to take some have some balance on that team and take some of the pressure off Big Ben because really it became the short passing game was their running game last year. So a lot of questions for me of what we're going to see from Pittsburgh offensively. I understand why that total is continuing to drop. We know Buffalo, they can score. They're going to move the football. They're going to play a lot of empty sets, and they're going to play fast. I just don't know if I can trust Pittsburgh to keep up with them right there. I haven't made a play on this one, but as far as the total is concerned, I see why it's going down because I don't know how Pittsburgh is going to be able to keep up and score. Yeah, I think I missed the party on the total here. I'm not going to play it at this point uh, after that number's come down a few points already. Interesting to note, Sean McDermott is 2-0 and against the spread and straight up against Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, and he's held him to 229 yards or less in both of those games. 17-10 to and 26-15 to were the scores of those two games. So both have gone under the total, and McDermott, again, with a 2 to nothing spread and win advantage over Mike Tomlin. You talked about Big Ben at 39 years old, James. Uh, There's only been a few other quarterbacks in this league that have had success at that age. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Brett Favre. So can this guy get it done? Ben Roethlisberger. Now, in the Steelers' defense, the Steelers' defense is very good. We know that. But in their defense of the argument here, uh, they do start out fast and typically fade late in the season. It's been about the last six games, the couple few seasons or, go- or so now uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We remember last year they got out to an 11-0 start, but uh, then faded down the stretch once again. So maybe this is a spot if you buy into that start-out-fast theory with Pittsburgh and Big Ben still got a little gas left in the tank. Maybe you take the points here on the Pittsburgh side. We'll come back and continue to go through the card week one in the 2021 NFL season as we just get rolling here from the Circa Resort and Casino on the Pro Football Blitz at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you going over the week one card. The season has kicked off. Of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers surviving against the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. What a game to kick off the NFL season in 2021. And we've got a full slate of action coming up on Sunday. And I wanted to just go back to that Pittsburgh Steelers-Buffalo Bills matchup real quick, James. I was mentioning how for the last few seasons, the Steelers have really been able to start out quick, but have faded towards the end of the year. If you go back to 2012, when the team got rid of Bruce Arians, they've only won two playoff games ever since. Since 2017, they are 7-15-2 against the spread in the final six games of the season. Well, Tim's Let's lock that away, and we're going to stash that. I'm going to make notes right there. We'll <laughs> see where we stand here come November, December, when we get to the latter part of the season there, Brady. And to your point, thinking about last year for Pittsburgh, yeah, got off to a tremendous start, but did start to, I think the schedule, they had some quirky, there were some quirks in the schedule for them too, due to COVID as well. And I think that kind of played a, a role in and factored into the losing streak towards the end where they just really went into the playoffs with zero momentum. And I think here... Well, they might they might fade not only at the end of the season. I think they're going to get off to a struggle. I think it's going to be a struggle for the majority of the season here, Brady. I mean, it's going to be tough to go up to Buffalo. You know that fan base there. They're it's they're they've they're going to have 24 hours to get themselves prepped and ready. That is going to be a great environment tomorrow up there in Buffalo. But I think for Pittsburgh, that offensive line, it's a work in progress, and it's going to be it's really going to be a struggle. So not only fading Pittsburgh, like you said, to the numbers at the end or towards the latter part of the season, but this is probably going to be a bet against teams for me, not only just, just, just to get after it and start the season. One thing about the Buffalo Bills, they were obviously phenomenal last year, and I think maybe they're a little bit overpriced this year because there's those expectations. And Josh Allen, you know, ascended to such heights. He signs that big contract in the offseason. You know, he was ranked 31st in completion percentage in 2019, and then all of a sudden he goes through the roof in 2020. So you wonder if maybe there will be a little bit of regression for Josh Allen. Also, Brian Dable, uh, the much better Ballyhooed offensive coordinator who was phenomenal and a huge part of that Buffalo success in 2020. Uh, he has seven years of coordinator experience, and last year was the first time he ever averaged over 21 points per game or 5.2 yards per play. His offenses have ranked 29th or worse in scoring in four of his seven years as an offensive coordinator. So you wonder, I mean, I give the guy all the credit in the world, and he was being you know, talked about as uh, getting a ho- uh, head coaching job somewhere, and maybe he's just improved over the years. But you wonder, again, is there a chance for a little bit of a slide 
for the Buffalo Bills. We will see no play for James or myself on that game just yet. And the line holding pretty steady. We've seen some movement a little bit back and forth throughout the week, but right now holding pretty steady at 6.5, 48.5 for your total. Let's move on to the Cardinals and the Titans. And I think this is a really interesting game, James. The line here at Circa is three points in favor of the Tennessee Titans. And it's really that across the board. I have not seen another line at any other store around town. Your total has moved. It was 51 over the summer. And my first reaction was going over the total in this game. There's all the way up to 54 now in some shops here in Las Vegas for this total because we saw that lack of defense for the Tennessee Titans last year. Also a not great uh, defensive unit in Arizona, especially that defensive secondary. And Kyler Murray's ability to score points with this team. You could see some fireworks here down in Nashville on Sunday. Thinking about the Tennessee Titans defense you mentioned. It all started up front with the pass rush or lack thereof for the Titans. There was no pressure on the quarterback, and it really put a lot of put a lot of pressure on that secondary for Tennessee and gave up a lot of big plays. The biggest thing for them was they couldn't get off the field. They were worst in the league at third down, allowing their opponents to convert third down. So sticks just kept moving because because of the pass rush and they couldn't get off the field. So, you know, they went after it in free agent market, spent some big bucks. They brought in Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins to play in the secondary. Uh, they've got Denico Autry over from Indianapolis to try to help with some of that pass rush there, as well as Dupree. We'll see how healthy Dupree is. He's coming off uh, season-ending surgery from last year, but Bud Dupree coming over, at least on paper, made some big free agent moves to boost that Tennessee Titans defense because ultimately they had nowhere else to go but up because of how poorly they played. Also consider that in the second half of the season, Jayon Brown, another good pass rushing linebacker and really one of the, the alphas on that defense. He was lost for the season, so he'll be back and he'll be healthy for the start of this year. So I think from a defensive standpoint, yeah, there's nowhere else to go but up, especially on third down, so they have to get better from that standpoint. But I think with those names, if they all are able to get out there and perform and be healthy, especially Bud Dupree, I think we'll see a significant upgrade from the Tennessee Titans. The other piece here, too, is we know on the offensive side, that team can score. And we talked about the total. I see a number of 53, 53 and a half currently right now out here in Colorado for this game. And makes sense. Tennessee is going to be able to move the football. Uh, the, the balance that they have with Derrick Henry pounding the football the way that he does. Very physical offensive line as well. And we've really found Tannehill. Tannehill's found himself there. Now with Arthur Smith gone, I'm kind of really just wanting to see with Smith now in Atlanta at what he was able to do with that offense. What is his loss going to mean? What are we going to see offensively for the Titans? So that's one of those pieces where not really sure yet. Want to have to wait and see. We know the additional Julio Jones is going to help stretch the field as well. Plenty of playmakers for this Tennessee Titans offense. But with the new coordinator coming in, I'm going to give it a little while. I really want to see what is, is there a change in identity for this offense going forward for this season? Well, I agree with you that I think uh, you have to be a little bit uh, wait and see, if you will, with the coordinator position switching. Of course, Arthur Smith going to Atlanta to become the head coach there. And will that offense have the same firepower that it did last year? And I, I kind of disagree with you, James. Bud Dupree, certainly a good addition to that defense, but how effective is he going to be? Can he really solve all that ails that Tennessee defense that has really uh, gotten worse and worse in every year that Mike Vrabel has been there as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans? And Julio Jones at 32 years old, often injured. They lose Jonu Smith to the Patriots at tight end. And again, I mentioned they lose Arthur Smith. I just don't know if they're going to be able to click the same way offensively. And Ryan Tannehill has absolutely been through the roof for about a season and a half so far. And he's got to come back down to earth, I figure, at some point. I believe he's been overachieving and could be due for some regression. And you mentioned Derrick Henry. Is this guy just a complete anomaly? But, or, or is he human? And he's going to, you know, regress off of rushing for 2,000 yards for two straight seasons. I mean, he is such a battering ram. He takes so much punishment and such a workload. I would have to believe he might fall off a little bit as well. And conversely, Kyler Murray, I think, is due for a little bit of positive regression. If you look at Ed Fang, who's a guest here often on VSIN, comes on with Gil Alexander on a numbers game, and just a, a great mind as far as analytics. He looks at how many bad balls a quarterback has thrown and how many of those turn into interceptions. Kyler Murray actually had a little bit of bad interception luck. 
He was below average as far as, as far as throwing bad balls. He didn't throw that many bad balls, but a lot of them went awry and ended up in the other team's hands, uh, unfortunately. So he could regress positively as well this year. I think you are going to get uh, a shootout in this game. Also, Cliff Kingsbury, incredible record when his team scores 25 or more points. So take a look at your team total, your total in the game. When Cliff Kingsbury's teams for the Arizona Cardinals score 25 points or more, more. He is 14-3-1 against the spread, James. Pretty impressive there, Brady, and thinking about it from the offensive standpoint for Arizona and Kyler Murley. I think the key for him is for Tennessee, can they contain him? want to contain him. You, we know how, how fast he is and wants to get outside the pocket and he's, you know, he's kind of short of stature, so it's being able to to stay in those rush lanes and kind of really really obscure the the, lane, the passing lanes and his sight lanes to be able to see the ball down the field and get the ball down the field. We know A.J. Green coming over. What does he have left to, to get out of Cincinnati now and come here? Because I think sometimes, I kind of early, we talked about it, Brady, ah, let's see with new guys coming over, how long does it take them to gel? Well, with the addition of Hopkins from last year did not take long at all. Those two hooked up continuously from week one throughout the entire season. Now you add A.J. Green on to the other side, and I'm with you there. We're talking about the total here, and it continues to tick up here. We've missed the number as far as getting the best of it if we were looking at the over. I don't want to play the other side and play the under right now. Too many question marks on that defense like we talked about for Tennessee, and lots of playmakers on both of these offenses going forward. Should be a fun game as far as being able to light up that scoreboard tomorrow. Yeah, I think if you could still find a 52 and a half, let's see, may, no, there's really none of those left, I guess. Even 53, maybe even 53 and a half, I would probably still take a shot at the over in this ball game, James. I think there's a good chance that this game will get into the 60s. Next up, we're going to talk about an AFC East matchup. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots will take on his former assistant, Brian Flores, and the Miami Dolphins, a divisional matchup to kick off round one of the NFL 2021 season. It is the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. We'll be back in just a moment on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here, and starting this weekend, VSIN has added new talent and shows to help you make the most of all your fall betting action. The VSIN lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as additional shows on the weekend. We want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in game betting opportunities for every game across the country. VSIN has added personalities to our existing world class team, including performer, our former professional athletes, sport media veterans, and of course, strategic sports betters. Visit vcin.com to see our new lineup and meet our talent and make this your best football betting season ever. We're getting you ready for football betting right here on the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, and we've made our way to the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins on your card for Sunday, September 12th. New England opened up over the summer as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and it stayed there for a long time, James, now just about everywhere has New England favored by three with some juice. Minus 120, even some minus 125s out there. Some people very reluctant to go to three and a hook with the New England Patriots. But here in town, the South Point has done so. They are favoring the New England Patriots by three and a half. I have seen that in some other shops elsewhere as well. The total has ticked down a lot, uh, or not a lot, but about a point, 44 and a half to 43 or 43 and a half. James, I'm pretty high on this New England team. I did make a bet on them to win the AFC Conference uh, at about 22 to 1, and that number has fallen off quite a bit from there. The only thing that points me to possible regression for this team from what they did last year, I mean, they only won seven games last year. And I don't believe Bill Belichick came back this year because he thinks he's going to be under 500 again. I think he has high hopes for this team. They had the worst luck as far as players opting out with COVID and players that had departed the team across the entire league. They also had a positive three in turnover differential, and the, and the schedule for this year has a lot of negative situations as far as rust, or excuse me, as far as rest. So those two things think maybe it could be a little difficult for New England, but there's so much going the other way for this team. 
They only threw 12 touchdown passes last season and still won seven games. They've improved the offensive line. I think it'll be excellent. They've improved the defense. A lot of those players coming back, some of them coming back from this week's opponent, the Miami Dolphins, so possibly a little bit of revenge uh, for players like Kyle Van Noy. I think the defense will be good, and boy, that running game sure looked good in the preseason, James. I actually laid two and a half with the Patriots here. I don't know if you can still get that anywhere. Maybe we'll see some movement before kickoff, but I think the juice is probably headed the Patriots' way. I think a lot of people expect this team to bounce back, and conversely, I also think Miami is due for a little bit of a slip this season. Thinking about this number I'm looking out here and in Denver and in Colorado, Brady, I see a number of three and a half. So it's it's moving out here in favor of the, the Patriots. And now it's gone through that key number of three and haven't made a play on this game. I think thinking about last year, you mentioned Belichick and and I think that there we, we handicap players, we handicap NFL week to week. We also gotta factor in the coaching and the acumen of coaches. And I think to your point, Brady, I'm right there with you when you're talking about Bill Belichick not coming back and expecting to have another sub-500 season. It always starts on the defensive end with Bill Belichick. And in this case here, I think they're going to be able to take advantage of the offensive line for Miami. That offensive line, it's very young, it's very green, it's very inexperienced, and there's a lot of moving pieces, parts out there. Now, I was looking up to see what was the status of Austin Jackson, the left tackle for the Miami Dolphins, and he has been activated. He was taken off. He was on the reserve COVID list, uh, and he has been taken off of that as of Saturday. So he will be available for Sunday. That will help, but even still, this is a very inexperienced offensive line going on the road to New England and playing now. You think about the offense, love the offensive line for New England to start with, and that now at the quarterback position, you mentioned the, the lack of passing acumen last year with the quarterback situation the way that it was with Cam Newton. Well, they've moved on from that. We know that. Now it is rookie Mac Jones and was very impressed. He's What we saw, in, there's take it with a grain of salt. We know that when it comes to preseason, depending on the team. Some teams take it very seriously. Other teams don't play any starters whatsoever. I think what I saw out of Mac Jones, though, was he looks really polished. He looks really comfortable. The kid's been coached very well. He's incredibly accurate now. Different story going into opening day come week one on Sunday for a rookie quarterback. and going to be some jitters there, but they'll game plan accordingly and put him in places where he will be set up for success. I do. I like. I don't like it at three and a half now. If that's the number that I'm going to have to be stuck with, I'm probably not going to play it at three and a half. Uh, anytime we're getting off that key number, I don't want to have to now lay that hook. But in this case here, Miami, I agree. I think there's going to be some issues with Miami, especially on that offensive line. And then with Tua, do we trust them to be able to get the ball downfield consistently? I suspect not. So I think it's going to be slow going. We see that total continuing to go down. Not going to be a whole lot of points in this game, especially from the Dolphins side, Brady. Yeah, currently the live line at Circa is minus three. But you mentioned a lot of three and a halves out there. And in fact, in the Circa Millions contest, the Patriots were three and a half point favorites in the Westgate Super Contest. They were three-point favorites. So you may have uh, a lot of popularity for the Patriots at the Westgate Super Contest, but maybe not as much for the Circa Millions Contest because they added that hook to that line. Very interesting there. I talked about Miami possibly being set up for regression, James. Uh, They were plus nine in the turnover differential in 2020 and failed to make the playoffs. That's kind of hard to do when you're, you know, I mean, you know, James, if we could predict who's going to win the turnover battle in every NFL game, we'd probably hit 70% of our bets. So for the Miami Dolphins to be plus nine in turnover differential and not make the playoffs doesn't really spell great news for what may come in 2021. If you look at how many times they've had a good winning season and what they've done the following year, it's pretty interesting. I talked about Cleveland earlier, the fact that they went from 2019 to 2020 and exceeded the win total by five games. So did the Miami Dolphins. 2020 was the fourth time since 2004 that Miami has had a winning season. Each of those previous winning seasons was followed by a losing one. In 2005, they went 9-7 and seven under Nick Saban. The following year, they went 6-10. and 10. In 2008, they went 11-6 and six under Tony Sperano. The following year, they went 7-9. and nine. In 2016, they went 10-7 and seven under Adam Gase. And then the following year, they went 6-10. and 10. So we will see what the future holds for Miami. But uh, New England was a play for me at 2.5. I would still play them at 3. 
three and a half is where you have to get uh, you have to be careful because uh, I, I hate laying three and a half with a favorite. James, let's take a look at another game on the schedule here. This one is going to be later in the afternoon, and they will play it in Jacksonville. The New Orleans Saints, of course, were supposed to play this game at home, but Hurricane Ida had different plans for that. We wish all of those people well down there in New Orleans, but they will play this game in North Florida against the Green Bay Packers coming to town, and we've seen a lot of line movement in this game. Currently, the Packers are favored by three and a half points with a total of 49 and a half. What are your initial thoughts on this one? I, it's really thinking about the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees moving on. And we know the face of the franchise there for such a long time for that Saints in particular with the offense and the identity that was New Orleans playing fast and Brees getting the ball out of his hand quickly. Plenty of targets to fire the football to. Those targets don't exist now. So not only with Breeze being gone, uh, but we know that Michael Thomas is going to be out for the, at least the first half of the season. Kamara is really, they're down they're down to one playmaker, and it's Alvin Kamara. And now what are we going to see out of, out of Winston at the quarterback position now? He's somebody that maybe, this, is, this a, is this a fresh start for him to get out of Tampa Bay and all the turnovers and plenty of talk about all the interceptions and poor decision-making that he was forcing the ball down the field? We know he's got a big arm. He's got plenty of talent to throw the football down the field does Winston, but it's the decision making, and is that going to be coached up by Peyton there with New Orleans, potentially? He was there in the off, he was there last year, so was able to to sit behind Breeze and, and listen and learn, so maybe we'll see some, we'll, we'll see what we're going to see out of Winston, and maybe he's going to be in a, uh, it's a fresh start for him, and they're going to be able to, to limit those turnovers. I just don't like the lack of playmakers right now for this New Orleans team. There's just some issues right now for for them offensively and at, now you're going to go play a Packers team where you know Aaron Rodgers is going to put points up on the board. Is New Orleans going to be able to hang and match with that? I'm looking at the line here currently and it was taken down a little bit. It's now It was up to four. It's down to three and a half with juice on the Saints sitting at plus three and a half at a dollar fifteen at a lot of, lot of stores out here in Colorado, Brady. So folks maybe thinking that this is going to be a tighter game. Yeah, no home field advantage since they're not playing in New Orleans. Orleans and will be in Jacksonville, but I just need to see it first when it comes to, to Winston in this offense. I need to see him be able to perform better before I feel like I want to be able to place a bet on him. I have a lot of faith in head coach Sean Payton, and I was on Gil Alexander's Megapod uh, earlier this week, and I thought Mike Palm brought up something very interesting, James. Sean Payton to make a bet on him as coach of the year. And, of course, he's going to have a lot of sympathy. If he pulls off a great season, you've got the hurricane that we mentioned. How many games are they not going to be able to play in the Superdome? If Sean Payton is able to get a great season out of Jameis Winston and really get this Saints team off and running and into the playoffs, maybe he is a good bet for NFL Coach of the Year. I, I'm taking that as you agree. <laughs> I do agree. I agree, Brady. Yes, I. And, and that's where I think if there's somebody that we're going to be rooting for, we'll be rooting for the New Orleans Saints and head coach Sean Payton as well. All right, we'll come back and do some more Pro Football Blitz right here at VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, totals, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome into the Pro Football Betting, betting blitz. It is Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you getting ready for NFL Sunday, the opening week of NFL 2021 and picking up our conversation about the Saints and the Packers game. James, I think it could be possible that the Packers slide a little bit this year. I wonder if that offseason off soap opera with Aaron Rodgers will have any effect. And, you know, he played so amazing last year. Is he possibly due for a little bit of a letdown? But maybe more so, his coach, Matt LaFleur, is due for a letdown. This guy is 28-8 and eight, straight up in his career. That is the second best winning percentage in the history of the NFL for just two seasons of head coaching. Joe Barry is your new defensive coordinator. He's never coordinated a team before that gave up less than 24 points per game. In two of his four years as a defensive coordinator, his defense has been the worst in the league in both scoring and total yards. So I wonder if there are some signs why this Green Bay Packers team could slip a little bit. You know, you were talking about the offensive line for the Miami Dolphins. How about the offensive line for the Green Bay Packers? David Bakhtiari is out indefinitely with injury. They lose Corey Lindsley and Brian Bulaga to the Los Angeles Chargers. So I can see why there's money coming in on the New Orleans Saints here. Obviously, they lose that game at home at the Superdome, uh, but I thought four and a half maybe was a little bit rich. I think we've got a field goal game on our hands. I, I'm I'm leaning that way too. I'm just uh, it's just Jameis Winston. That's the that's my biggest question mark. So am I ready to be? Am I ready to put money on him for Week One? I'm just I, I I can load it up here, but I'm just not quite ready to click that button and submit. But thinking about some of the personnel that you discussed, big key injury here to keep a note of and keep an eye on for the inactives coming up in, on Sunday, 90 minutes prior to kickoff, was looking at the Packers and Zadarius Smith. So he was limited in practice on both Wednesday and Thursday, did not practice on Friday. He's got a back injury right now. He is by far their best pass rusher. He's got 26 sacks over the last two seasons. And without Zadarius Smith, that will help out Winston not having to have that. You're not going to have Zadarius Smith breathing down your neck and getting in wreaking havoc in that backfield. So that's a key injury to watch. That's something I'll be looking for come 90 minutes prior to kickoff. Where is he at on that active report or is he going to be inactive? Usually a lot of times when you don't practice if you're limited in the week and then you don't practice on that Friday a lot of times you don't play on that Sunday so something to keep a note he is a key player to that defense for the Green Bay Packers very good point there and something to keep an eye on for sure let's move over to the Washington football team hosting the Los Angeles Chargers I think this is a really good matchup here between two teams that I expect to be pretty darn good in 2021 the Washington football team is now a favorite a point over the Los Angeles Chargers, and really all summer long, the Chargers were a one or one and a half point favorite over Washington, and it's not a huge flip. It, it, it's certainly not like a move 
from say two to two and a half to three and eventually three and a half. Just flipping favorites really doesn't take all that much money. But again, we're seeing the trend here that Washington is gaining some interest. And rightfully so. You're playing at home. You're going to have fans in the stands. And I think that's a rejuvenated fan base there in Washington. Seeing what coming from last year, especially we talk about that defensive line. That is probably the best defensive line in all of the NFL. And there, this is going to be Trent's warfare here. Now, you mentioned a couple linemen that left from Green Bay that went over to, to the Chargers. Well, still pieces, parts moving on that offensive line. And then now you're going to go on the road into an environment where you know you're going to be playing that front four. That is a ferocious pass rush. And I just think the matchup there it's just a tough matchup for the Chargers to go on the road and face that type of defensive line. Thinking on the offensive side for Washington. Uh, always fun to get back there with Fitzmagic. We know Ryan Fitzpatrick there. He is now the quarterback going forward for at least this season for the Washington football team. And he's really a streaky player. When he gets in a rhythm, he's as, he's as good as anybody out there because he is such a streaky player. But it is all about rhythm for him. Now, how is he going to go playing with a new team, new receivers? They do have some talent at the wideout position. I like their offensive line for Washington as well. I'm just not ready to jump on the Chargers bandwagon right now. And you mentioned they had opened as a one-point favorite. Now they're a one-point dog. I'm looking at the money line, and that's what I played, Brady. I played the money line here. I took Washington. I took the Washington football team laying 15 cents, so it's it's a pick'em game for me. Figured I'll lay the extra five cents and not play around with the point spread there, sitting at one. But I just love the matchup with the Washington football team up front. Like I said, it's going to be trench warfare, and I think it's going to be Washington that wins that battle. Yeah, I played Washington in the one leg of a six-point teaser, a two-team six-point teaser, and I got Washington when they were a one-point dog, so I was able to tease that to seven. You're not likely to be able to get that, but you may be able to tease them to six if this line comes back to a pick em. and I still don't think that's an awful play. Obviously, you're not getting the key number of seven, uh, and I wouldn't want to tease through the zero. I guess that's the biggest point here. If Washington ends up being a one or one-and-a-half point favorite, I would probably go your route, James, and just play him on the money line, maybe even a money line parlay uh, with another team uh, that uh, you've used or was thinking about using in a six-point teaser. Some people will say uh, those are options you can weigh which has better you know po- uh, probability or or positive ev there uh, a money line parlay or a 6.2 team teaser uh let's move over to uh the los angeles chargers and i thought it was interesting to note james that justin herbert in his rookie season went 0-4-1 against the spread against former defensive coordinators. And, of course, that's who he's going to face here in Ron Rivera, the head coach for the Washington football team. He'll also face Bill Belichick, Ron Rivera, Mike Tomlin, and Vic Fangio twice this season, other defensive coordinators during their football coaching career. Uh, And I think Rivera's a great coach. I think he's done a marvelous job there, really kind of turning around that Washington franchise that was really a mess before he got there. And we don't know what to expect out of Brandon Staley, the brand new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. He comes in with a lot of fanfare. They have a ton of talent on that team. Uh, I think they've done a great job bolstering their offensive line. You've got Derwin James, who's healthy this year on defense. So I think this is a heck of a matchup here, and I understand why it's basically a pick'em game. And thinking about the talent, yeah, there's plenty of talent on both sides of the football for the Chargers team. It's just a team right now with this offensive line. I need to see it first. It's going to take them some time to to really start to to gel offensively and and get used to playing with each other up front because they're having it's four new starters on that offensive line for the Chargers. And usually it's tough when you're going on the road. And we know we're going to have noise and crowd will have an impact on communication for offenses. The other piece here to consider here with the Chargers too, looking at the injury report. Austin Eckler, he is listed as questionable. Everybody's listed as questionable nowadays. But looking, he's got a hamstring injury. He did not practice... Wednesday or Thursday. He was very limited in practice on Friday. I'm sure they're hopeful that he can be out there and take some pressure off off of Herbert. And Herbert was spectacular last year. We saw him as a just he's a big guy. He's gonna stand tall in the pocket. He's got a big arm and he likes to show it off. But you know, those those deeper passes, and he's got talent to throw the football to. You have to have time to throw the football and let those deep routes develop. With that, with that front four getting after him, I don't know if they're gonna have that kind of time. And with Austin Eckler being questionable right now. 
right now. If he's not going to be out there and give a little balance to that offense for the Chargers, that's a key injury to be mindful of. So Austin Eckler right now only was limited in practice on Friday, not playing on, not practicing Wednesday, Thursday with a hamstring injury. We'll see what his status is for Sunday. The Chargers were 0-4 in 2020 against playoff teams. Let's look at the Colts and the Seahawks. This one goes down in Indianapolis, and we've seen a flip of favorites here as well. The Colts were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Seattle Seahawks are now a three-point favorite, and it really switched when Carson Wentz had the injury to his foot, and also Quentin Nelson, the offensive lineman, had the same exact injury. Now Wentz has been named the starter for this game, but that really hasn't changed the line a whole lot. Seattle remains a three-point favorite on the road, James. Indy's, Indy's got some issues, too. Not only on the offensive line, you mentioned that, but now thinking about Wentz, not only with the foot surgery, but then he was out with COVID. So he was on the COVID protocol, wasn't able to get a whole lot of reps during the during the preseason. So now he's going to step in here and have to go on the other side facing the Seattle Seahawks team. This team is completely healthy. There is no one listed on their injury report. Their roster is intact for this game here. And new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron coming over from the Rams. I think we're going to see a different identity for Russell Wilson, and he's not going to have to take as many hits that he has in his career because they're going to get the ball out quicker. A lot more shorter routes, intermediate throws, get the ball fat. Get, they're going to play faster, get the ball out of his hands quicker, and I think that he's going to really help Russell Wilson not only stay off the ground, but really flourish in this offense this season. I think it's a big deal that T.Y. Hilton's not going to be in the lineup either. We saw how that Colts offense struggled when he is not in the lineup for Indianapolis. We'll come back and talk to Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson get an update on the Circa Contest right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.